To those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, to our members and guests here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God upon which we base this, uh, our message on this seventh Sunday of Easter, also Mother's Day, is from Exodus chapter 20, verse 12. You know it well. Honor your father and your mother. In the name of our dear Lord Jesus Christ, who was perfect in every way, right to the very end, honoring his mother, even while he was on the cross, my beloved. Today is Mother's Day, a time to honor mother as the commandment reminds us. I don't know how you're going to honor mother if your mother is alive, not gone home to heaven yet. How are you going to honor her today? Flowers? Candy? Uh, Hugs, kisses, a visit? I propose that we can honor mom the very best way by making today a day of thanksgiving for mom. Also a day of forgiveness for mom and a day of forgiveness for children. Honor mom today by making today a day of thankfulness. Thank God for mom. Whether your mom is young, whether she's old, somewhere in between, or already passed on. And even if you are adopted and you have both a biological mother and an adoptive mother, which reminds us that we are all adopted children through Jesus Christ, thank God for your mom. Through her, you received life and breath. Your mom was God's instrument to give you life here in this world. Thank God for that biological miracle that only God can perform. Conception, gestation, pregnancy, and birth, which Peg and I just experienced, not us, but our, our grandkids, our children giving us a, a new grandson. How can anybody say but that birth is anything but a miracle? From that little tiny speck to a newborn living human being. And I've been in uh, hospital birthing rooms and uh, visiting babies in incubators and baptizing them in incubators. And the doctors and nurses all have to, always have to say, not, even if you're not a Christian and uh, even if you're not religious, you certainly have to be very ph- philosophical when you see a newborn baby arrive. I mean, there it is, a miracle. That baby should not be breathing air at one moment, and all of a sudden the baby has to breathe air because otherwise it's going to die. Praise God. How we are beautifully and wonderfully made. And that's why we cannot pass by Mother's Day without remembering the sanctity of human life. How when a baby is born, there's not just a body there, there's also a soul a soul that has to be united with Jesus Christ through holy baptism so that that baby can be safe in heaven one day. Honor mom. 
Thank God, especially if she was the one participating in your spiritual nurture. I know that my mom was always the one who, uh, with four squirrely boys hanging off of uh, bunk beds in a 9 by 12 bedroom, read Bible stories to us. Elsie Eggermeyer's Bible story. Anybody of you remember that? This is not the original copy. I think Mom has given it to one of the other kids as an heirloom. This is a newer version. As many stories as uh, my mom read out of here, there's always one that we made her come back to. The story of Nebuchadnezzar. The king lost his mind and thought himself a wild animal. Because the people were afraid, they drove him out of the city. The king lived in the fields and ate grass like the oxen. His hair and nails grew so long that he even looked more like an animal than a man. After seven years, God restored Nebuchadnezzar's mind. And there always used to be a gross picture in that Bible story of a man with these real long fingernails, long beard, hair, he sort of looks like a lion. We said, Mom, read that story. If you don't know, by the way, who Nebuchadnezzar uh, was, then you need to get yourself a Bible story book. Other ads, by the way, that I'm going to give you this morning so that... Uh, and even if you're not a parent with little kids, maybe you're going to someday be a surrogate mom or grandfather or father or whatever to some little kid. And so the, uh, the, the books that I'm advertising are on the display table. Take a peek. One is the Beginner's Bible. Joan has put a couple of these in the, the pews for the little kids. <clears throat> they can start learning their Bible stories at a real young age. Then also back there, there's 100 Bible stories. Good for you to review. And either, either on a ch child's level or an adult level, know the Bible now. One Bible story for every page and the text of the Scripture right in there. Review the Bible stories. And then for the kids that are a little bit older, the Action Bible, which is sort of like a graphic novel. Kids really love this, especially ones that uh, haven't been acquainted with the Bible uh, until a, a little uh, uh, 10, 12, uh, 13 years old. Be one that nurtures the little kids so that they're already biblically literate by the time they're three and four years old. It's a day to honor mom by thanking God for her. Mother's Day also has to be a, a day where we remind ourselves that we all need forgiveness. Mothers and children alike. It's kind of interesting how many moms are listed in the Bible. Eve, this is not an exhaustive list by the way, Eve, Noah's wife, Sarah, Jochebed, Leah, Rachel, Rahab, Ruth, Elizabeth, Mary, Lois and Eunice, a list of moms. That list that I just gave you were ladies of faith, children of God. But one thing that they all had in common is that they were all sinners and all forgiven. Mothers are sinners. All moms, I think, if they think back, Think to time that uh, back to times where they ma made mistakes mothering. It's kind of interesting how there's no training course that I've ever seen. You know, a four-year course where you you take motherhood and then you get a degree. You know, in motherhood, a doctor of motherhood, and then you know everything that you have to do. 
doesn't work that way. You learn by mistakes, especially on your firstborn. And then you learn how to do it a little bit better with your secondborn, or third or fourth or ninth. There was that time, perhaps, Mom, where you lost your temper. There was that time where you thought of your children as being an interruption because you had so many really important things that you had to get done and you couldn't. And there are perhaps the regrets. The time that you weren't at the school event that you would have liked to be because you had to work. And even some moms have regrets because they aborted a baby. Today on this Mother's Day is a day to revisit the magnificence of God's forgiveness. That all past mistakes, all sins are forgiven. It's no longer any time to feel guilty about the past because the real guilt has all been wiped away through the blood of the Lamb. St. Paul says, You were once dead because of your failures, but God made you alive with Christ when He forgave all our failures. He did this by erasing the charges against us. He took the charges away by nailing them to the cross. I think I mentioned uh, last Sunday, you know, that uh, we had a lot of guardian angels around here and how one of our kids was uh, scalded by some soup. Graciously, by God, a guardian angel was there so there were no scars or whatever. I talked to that uh, kid's dad. He had the same experience. Burned, no scars. I wasn't quite as fortunate. I was about one, one and a half. I don't even think I was two. And there was a hot coffee pot on the table. And I pulled it down right on my chest. And my mom, who is a nurse, she says, I did the entirely wrong thing. You had that heavy pajama on you. She's a nurse. She should have put me under cold water right away. Instead, she ripped off those, those pajamas and the skin came along with it. I still carry that, skin, that, that scar today. You know how, how long she regretted and, and, and uh, felt so bad about that for all those years? Isaiah reminds us, I, even I, am the one who blots out all your transgressions and remembers your sins no more. As far as the east is from the west, so far have your sins been removed from you. With that magnificent forgiveness, he tells us to forget all about that past, all about that stuff behind, and to reach out for the future. Mother's Day is a day to recognize God's gracious forgiveness that we too have as children. We need forgiveness. There were all those times of disobedience as children. Didn't take out the garbage. Mom said, take out the garbage. Didn't take out the garbage. Mom said, do your homework. Didn't do our homework. Mom said, clean up your room. There's a big one. Didn't clean up the room. Times we were sassy and disrespectful. All the times we took mom for granted, forgetting about the fact that one day she wouldn't be there. Time when she got older and she needed some help and we considered it an intrusion and an imposition. Times that we didn't even 
say thank you. All the sins of childhood, all the sins of children, forgiven. The the prophet Micah, you will again have compassion on us. You will tread our sins underfoot and hurl all our iniquities into the depths of the sea. The psalmist, blessed is he whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered, all gone. St. Paul, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. All this is from God who reconciled himself to us through Christ. We are all new creations through Jesus Christ. He doesn't want any of our past sins. He wants them all put away. Mother's Day, a day to honor mother. How will you do it? Special meal, a hug, a kiss, candy, flowers, a card. A visit to her grave site? Or maybe today, a day to get out the old picture books or the old videos? And see how everybody looked when you were so much younger to remind yourself that we'll all be that young in heaven one day again and all reunited. A day of thanksgiving to thank God for her. A day to remember the magnificence of God's forgiveness for mothers and for children alike. Oh, honor your father and your mother. Lord, I have sinned, but Lord, you have forgiven me, and you have received me forever as your own dear child. And thanks be to God for that. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Please stand. The peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. We confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed on page 7. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We take this time to gather our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards.